So, didn't catch the show on Thursday. No Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate show. Two, two, three, three, four, four. Hello, podcasters. Uh, good to have you here. Happy oh, Thursday. Oh, both. Oh, happy Thursday as well. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. Mate, I'm just going to tell. I'm, this is a little peek. Oh, oh, the <laughs> like Audio Bones needs more work. Sorry, brother. I love you. No, I mean, sorry, I love both of you. I love Bones and I love Nate. You both of you are like, talking to me. <laughs> what brother are you talking to? This yeah. is a big family. No, I love you both, but Nate and I are a little drain. We've done a lot today. I have done stuff for four different days today, and I don't know what day it is. Nate said Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. All in one, all in the space of a few hours. Because we need to record stuff for other. We have we have client. It's all boring stuff with client commitments, ads. We voice ads. We do all this stuff. Yeah. And it's different days, so yeah, it's been a lot. Ugh. So I apologise for adding the happy Thursday on the end. No, sorry, it's fine. sorry if I've thrown everybody. Uh, you threw me, but you've thrown me a lot. Sorry, brother. No, no worries, brother. No, that was for bones. <laughs> We're in Melbourne. We're in Melbourne. We're in bloody Melbourne, guys. We're not usually in Melbourne. Look at this. Look at this studio. I always feel like... <laughs> bloody nice. Look at it over here. They've got nice windows. Look at it. I don't know where that is. South Melbourne. It's nice. It is a nice looking studio. What are you doing? Are you just texting? Bones. <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> I, I, I mean... <laughs> That's a new level of not giving a f- when you just open oh, Instagram so you message. Can say fuck. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's fun to say though, isn't it? it is. And for some reason, I don't know why. So if I let's if, not say it again, by the way. If I say, f- sorry, brother. <laughs> sorry, my brother. <laughs> if I if I hear it though, right? I'm like, okay, it's just a swear word. Yeah. But for some reason, when I hear it beep, I find that so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's what we say it all the time. As I listen back to the podcast, I go, "That's funny." Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know if you. So, if you listen to this, we also have Born Funny. Yeah, it's a podcast we're very proud of. Uh, episode four will come out this Sunday, um, and we we can swear on that. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. Oh, that... <laughs> Quick sidebar question. Sidebar question. I'll get back to my story. Yeah, it was sidebar question. Can we? We never asked anybody. We just started saying, "Sorry, brother." <laughs> no. Oh, you just told me I can't say again. You said. Yeah, that's true. I've also got cheese already. You do have. What's the secret sound? What's Jimmy eating? Oh, no, I've got pre- orange dust all over my mic. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Bones, you know, I said there, don't beep it. <laughs> you know when, um. No, nah, no, nah, beep it. <laughs> my mic, God. We're going to beep that. You know when, um. Oh, I can't get it off. You know, yeah, what's your fault? <laughs> Stop blowing the. Um, the you know, mic's. You know, stop blowing. He's in here. Um, you know, in Toy Story, where they have the cheesels and they got the cheesel fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like that. It made me think of that. Um, anyway, yeah. back to your story. A bit three sideways stories there, but back to you. Oh, we're so cooked. Um, yep. <laughs> you. I was answering your question. So, do you remember the? Well, we- I'm just cleaning up around because we're going to dinner after this. So I'm listening. I, I'm Do you remember li- I am um, the last podcast with Dave Hughes? You can scroll back to get a Born Funny Dave Hughes. We swore in that. Oh, yeah. And then you said in it, don't need to beep it out because we can swear. I listened to it. Everything's beeped out. Yeah, of course. It's audio bo- bo- boons. <laughs> audio boons. <laughs> Boonsy. David Boon. <laughs> <laughs> Our audio guy is actually David Boone, former Australian cricketer who lives in Hobart, Tasmania. Yeah. Loves his um, golf. 
<laughs> audio burns. Mm. He beeped everything out because he wasn't sure if we could swim. You know how I said I was listening when I was cleaning up? I I, I, I lost. Get the podcast. I'm done. Now, what Husey bit were you I'm talking done. about? I can't stop this either. Yeah, I know. Which just because <laughs> just, just you pull your headphones out, your mic is still on. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, Booney, beep all this out. Jesus. And Jim, how about this? A dentist has revealed online why you should never, why you should never keep your toothbrush in the bathroom. What I hear you say? What I hear you say? Oh, no, 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 so no not that bit. You so got half <clears> of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What? Oh, Jim, I can I can see that you're you're trying to pick your brain and figure out what I'm talking about here. Well, let me so tell you. Can I just say, Nath, we, we mm. I mean, we're doing a bit here. We like to put a bit of mayo on. I wasn't doing a bit. <laughs> I was we, being legit. We put a lot of mayo on, on stuff, Australia, but mm. I'll be honest, this might be the thing, if I'm being serious, that has blown my mind. Yeah, so this one might have got I might have actually got you. You've got me this time. Abby has, has said, you've said many times mm. that I always go, I don't believe this story. Yeah. I still may say that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes if I do, like, scientists have revealed why yeah. helium gives you a high voice. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that one. But this, like, well, because I all think we all keep our toothbrush in the bathroom. Mm. So you've got me. So I've got you here. You've and Australia, me. I hope I've got you. So this is what the dentist said. He said that it doesn't matter how clean your bathroom is. The fact that there is a toilet in there means there is a 99% chance that fecal matter will end up on your brush. <laughs> Ninety nine percent chance. So if you if if you have one of those bathrooms that doesn't have a toilet in it, you're fine. Play on one of those. Like it must be nice. Yeah, you know, toilet, toilet gets your own room. You got a separate one. Can I, be, can I say something? I don't know if this is controversial. Mm. I'm not a fan of those toilets in their own rooms. Why? Because you get lonely and there's no other no other things it's, to do. It's a bit claustrophobic. Well, uh, usually they are small. It's just a toilet. It feels you, like a latrine or something. What's a latrine? It's like one of those bush toilets. Oh, I thought that mm. was someone in the army. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Latrine, officer. <laughs> Latrines! <laughs> fall in line! <laughs> so apparently there's a technical term for this. So I'm not making it up. The technical term is called a fecal fountain, right? Okay. You had me until that. Now I, I, don't believe you. I knew yeah, I'd now. lose you a fecal fountain. I knew <laughs> you it. You had me. You hate alliteration. You shouldn't have told me. You made that up, haven't you? <laughs> no, this is true. No, it is called a fecal fountain. Love... No, the, I know I love an alliteration, but this is true. A fecal fountain. So this is when the toilet flushes. Uh, this sprays microscopic droplets from the toilet bowl all over the surrounding space, which includes your toothbrush, which is how the fecal matter ends up on your toothbrush every time you flush. It's called the fecal fountain. Okay. I'm going to just work backwards here. Mm. I'm going to believe you that this may happen, mm. right? the, the flushing and the whatever. Yeah. I just don't believe it's called the fecal fountain. That is what it's called. called it, it is called the fecal fountain, mate. What, how? I'm not clever enough it's to called, come up with fecal it's fountain. It's called poop perfume. <laughs> <laughs> In some countries it is. Uh, so apparently this is what he suggests. He suggests that instead, this is what, you should keep it's your... shit spray. <laughs> He said you should instead keep your toothbrush in the kitchen or in your bedroom to avoid the fecal fountain or the shit spray or the poo perfume, <laughs> depending on what part of the country you're in. I like the poo perfume. You say it with a little, oh, poo perfume. Uh, same as Palmy, Palmer. It, does, it yes. depends where you are. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to ask is 131060, what do you keep in a weird spot? That doesn't go there. That doesn't go there. Why have you put that there? It doesn't go there. Uh, because he's suggesting that you put the toothbrush anywhere besides the bathroom. So mm. in your bedroom, in the top drawer, or in your kitchen, which is just wild. So I thought I'd ask the question, uh, what do you keep in a weird spot? Maybe your lawnmower's in your kitchen, you know? 
I mean, Maybe yeah. your cutler is in your bedroom. Have you got anything yourself? Well, there was that period of time, and you know this because we lived with each other when we were living down in beautiful Tasmania. Yeah. I kept my golf clubs in my bedroom. You did? Yeah. No, you did keep your golf clubs in your bedroom. Golf clubs in the bedroom. And then when you bought those new golf clubs, there was a while when mm. Meg, your now beautiful fiance, who's joining the show later. Yeah, kept her in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make That it. doesn't go there. Um, <laughs> should be in the <laughs> No, no. That's, if Abby was here, <laughs> I, that's God, right. you'd be in trouble. Yeah, I just like staring God, at you guys. Be, I love yeah, her. She's just staring when she's not here. Yeah, she'll <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> Miss you, babe. Um, uh, no, you were, you were sleeping with your golf clubs. Yes. You bought brand new golf clubs, mm. and they were so new and shiny, you put them in your bed. Because I was Meg wasn't with us. They yeah. cost me a fortune. So I was like, ab- absolutely. So Play that's on. a perfect example. Jim, yeah. anything for you? That doesn't go there. I am trying to think. You do like order. You do. You, you, I, you live, like, I live in a house, boy. You really do. You've got oh, latrines yeah. everywhere, <laughs> and they do your bidding. No, I think mm. th- I'm very OCD. Things need to be where they yeah, need to be. So this is probably. Very, I do. There's another one I have at the moment, which isn't as weird as golf clubs in the bedroom. I've got my um, my barbecue in my garage. Is that no, weird? That's not that weird. Some people have their barbecue. Yeah, in that's true. That's the golf clubs in the in the um in golf the bedroom. In the bedroom. That definitely ticks it. That Absolutely. Ticks I don't think I have any. I'm sorry, mate. That's I'll all right. Can, I can, do you want me to leave? If you could chuff off, buddy. I'll, I'll get out of here. Thanks, <laughs> mate. If baby was here, she can see you anyway. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Jim, we're just talking about a dentist who says that you should never keep your toothbrush in the bathroom ever. Uh, this is because of something caught, and I did not make this up, I promise. The fecal fountain, where apparently there is a 99% chance fecal matter will end up on your toothbrush because of the fecal fountain, which is caused by flushing the toilet. I, I mean, I believe everything other than the name of it, but we'll push on. Yeah, I promise uh, you it's true. Or I'll just accept it for the sake of radio. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe they call it that. The fecal fountain. Uh, so he suggests that you should instead keep your toothbrush uh, either in the top drawer in your bedroom or even in your kitchen, which is why we're asking the question, 131060, that doesn't go, go there. What are you keeping a weird spot? I, I, I have been thinking about this. I'll, I'll give you one. Um, I keep muesli bars in my bedside table. Oh, that's, that is weird. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, that is weird. Just in case I wake up and I'm hungry. Yeah, especially when you're trying to grab something else as well. <laughs> what are you doing in my bedside table? It's not a condom. <laughs> Babe, I'll just pop this sorry, on. Sorry. In what world would I confuse a condom? For a Carmen's muesli bar. I don't know, mate. You keep them in your drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, help me put this on. There's a wrapper. <laughs> hey, it's on, it's on. Uh, George from Liverpool. G'day, George. G'day, boys. How are you guys? Good, mate. Uh, that doesn't go there. Yeah. What are you keeping a weird spot? Uh, I keep my toaster next to my bed. <laughs> what? Toaster? Yeah, because I'm so lazy to make breakfast in the morning. The moment I, uh, I get out, I don't have to get out of bed. I just throw the toaster on and I'm good to go. But does that mean, George, you've got to keep like bread and butter and everything as well? Oh, uh, keep the bread. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I do keep the butter there too. So even if it, like, have you got a, like a little <laughs> fridge there, like a bar fridge or something, George, or is the butter just a free for all? Oh, well, my house is pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cool, so the butter's still good. It doesn't need the fridge. Well, what else are you putting on it, George? Pardon? What else? Uh, like, you put butter on it? Like, is it just butter and bread? You got Vegemite, peanut uh, butter? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, sometimes a bit of jam. And then where's <laughs> the jam? Oh, it's there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Good on you, George. Uh, Jasmine from Cairns. Hi, Jazz. Hi. Uh, Jazz, that doesn't go there. there. What are you keeping a weird spot? 
Well, it's actually my mate's old housemate. He kept his motorbike by the um, by the kitchen, like in the kitchen by the centre table thing. The motorbike in, like in the kitchen. Yeah, in the kitchen. Yep. Why? Well, I wouldn't say it's the dodgiest area, but I, I guess it was the safest spot. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I'm sure were there other rooms in this house, or was it just a kitchen? Yeah, no, it, he had it in just the kitchen, but there was more than enough room in like the garage, yeah. which is weird. So when he started up, and you'd be like, "Is that the motorbike, or you got the like the oven on, or something?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he rolled it outside before starting it up most of the time. Most, you know. most of the time, <laughs> you, you haven't lived, Nathan, until you had a bit of music motorbike. <laughs> Doing a burnout in the kitchen next to the fridge. Oh, uh, someone's burnt the toast. Oh, no. Jason's on his motorbike again. <laughs> Jason's doing a doughy. Uh, em- Donuts? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Emily from Long Jetty. Hi, Em. Hey. Uh, that doesn't go there. Yeah. Uh, what are you keeping in a weird spot, Em? So we keep all of our snacks in the microwave. Well, uh, well you just use the microwave as another cupboard. As another cupboard, yeah. To keep everything fresher. So all the treats and bakery goods, they just all go in the microwave. And what, do they stay fresher because they're in the microwave? We think so. <laughs> we think so. What I mean, <laughs> it's good to justify here. Yeah. You're like, nah, I don't know why we keep doing it. <laughs> no what idea. happens when you want to use the microwave, Emily? Then it's a bit annoying. You've got to pull everything back out. I, I can imagine. The microwave, then put it all back in again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, it would take a long time to have a croissant at your house, Emily. Sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry? What, what do you mean? Uh, so I'm just trying say, to get... Say cross. Cross. Say aunt. Aunt. Now say croissant. Croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to Paris oh, with no, Pink. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gary and Tommy doing the calls, mate. I'm and trying. And if you want to go to Paris with Pink, call now. <laughs> say croissant. No, people will actually call. Yeah, don't don't, call we don't have we tickets, don't have mate. Tickets. We just That's, got like movie no. tickets or something. Uh, Sarah from Geelong. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Uh, Sarah, that doesn't go there. What do you... Sorry, yeah, our producer's just messaged us. Do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> do not have pink and Paris tickets. Sorry, guys. Because they've got to deal with the phones. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Sarah, back to you. What do you keep in a weird spot? Um, I keep my pots, pans and baking goods under my bed. <laughs> okay, tell it what, okay, Sarah, why? Well, I would have room in my kitchen for it, but I like to have all my food spaced out so I can see every single item of food I've got so that I can know like what I'm running low on for grocery lists and stuff. So because I've got it all spaced out so much, there's not room for them. I'm not going to put the plates under my bed. Uh, so I I have a tub under my bed with all my cooking stuff. How far is it from <laughs> your, your bedroom to the kitchen? About 10 metres. Okay, yeah, but so you- how spaced out is the food? Like, are you separating, like, apples and bananas and spreading them across the bench? Or what are you... How spaced well, are we talking? The, fruit, the fruit's all spread out in a large bowl on the bench. But, I mean, like, I have, like, five different types of pastas in five different containers, so I can see which pasta I need to buy. I have, like, three different cereals. The boxes are all next to each other. Um, like, I have all my sauces and all of my, like, salt, pepper, etc. like, my commonly used herbs there, and then just, like hidden at the back is all the herbs I don't use So, Sarah, so what happens? So you use a pot and pan, do you wash it up and then take it back to the bedroom? Oh, well, I mean, I let it air dry overnight first. Oh, she's not an animal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Nathan, uh, Uber mm. has revealed the highest rated cities and states uh, in Australia. Oh. Yes. Well, just in general, like for like things to do or based no. on Uber driving? <laughs> Uber rating. Mate. Oh, right. I was like, Uber, stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't even mean to do oh, that. I'm gonna, no, but I, oh. Yes, I did. Absolutely, I did. 
stay in your lane. Um, uh, yes, and uh, another massive round of applause, not just for Nathan, his funny joke that he didn't mean, but mm. also for Newcastle. Oh, good on you, Newey. Uh, coming out on top with an average rating, an average rating of 4.89. I will say... That's nearly five. The no- that is, mate. That's very good maths from you. Uh, <laughs> the Novacastrians, very polite and very friendly. I remember last year when we did the Save the Wave tour uh, and we drove all the way up the East Coast, we did have a stopover in Newcastle. The nicest people ever. Yeah, no, we, lo- we love our friends in Newcastle. There was another... Uh, another place that also scored 4.89. Yeah. But Uber has said that um, in the stats and reviews and stuff, Newcastle has better reviews. Oh, on, so it was on countback. Yeah, it was on, there was a countback. I yeah. don't know if I believe Uber um, because we've both spent time in this place, but Cairns. Mm. Cairns? Yeah. Oh. And I've... I love Cairns. I love the people of Cairns, but mm. I've had some big nights out in Cairns. Yeah, I've had some huge and nights in Cairns. The bigger the night, the more likely I am to get an Uber at some point. Uh, yeah, which so, means I'm not going to be the best person nah. in an Uber. <laughs> no, uh, rounding out the top five is Wollongong mm-hmm. uh, with a 4.88 average. Gold Coast, don't believe that one either, mm. uh, 4.87. Sure. Uh, and I do believe this one, the good people of the Sunshine Coast, of also in Queensland, with 4.86. Uh, would you like to know the, the state with the lowest average? The state with the worst. So this is Uber passengers. Uber passengers. Who's got the lowest, lowest state I'd lo- rating? I'd love to know. You want to have a guess? Because you've travelled all around. I have tried. I have oh, been lucky to travel. To, <laughs> let me tell you, have I? should I be an Australian tourism ambassador? Oh, you should be. Absolutely. Why I have they got that Hamish bloke when they can have Nathan, Jimmy and Nathan? Never, I tell you. Never bloody heard of him, mate. Don't, what are they doing now? Don't you bring up his name on sorry, this show. Sorry, sorry, um, I, and I, I've got no reason for this. Because don't piss anyone off. I don't want to piss anybody off. Mm. Well, should I answer? Because I don't want to piss people off. No, answer. Because what, again, what if I turn okay, the mic? But also remember... Uber's in the area, it could be people visiting there. Okay. Because you're, you're tourists. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So where, where are a lot of people going? New South Wales. No one's <laughs> <laughs> going to New South Wales. We're sorry, New South Wales. Oh, see, I didn't want to piss anybody off. <laughs> no, WA. Really? Yeah, WA's average is 4.79, which is the lowest average of any state uh, really? in Australia. The, yeah. the people of WA. I um, suppose it's very spread out, so maybe it's uh, because the, the Uber trips are a bit longer, there's more time to piss off the drivers. Oh, you're so smart. You know what I mean? So yeah. they've been in the car. Do you know what your Uber rating is? I don't even know oh, what mine is. Oh, man, jeez. Yeah. I think okay. Well, I've got it in front of me, mm. so we can we can do this in real time. Mine's, mine's gone down, so, so I know you, that. If you check to check your rating, if you listen to the show, yeah. so you go, so open your Uber app. Mm. So once you've opened the app, Australia, so open your app, yep. you go to settings. Can I just say, if Abby was here, she'd be all over this being paid yep. through the teeth for Uber Eats. Oh, no, just if you We're just click on your free. account, it says in the... Oh, yeah, I've got yeah. it. What are yours? No, what's yours? Tell me what you're the WA of the show. I, no, I'm higher than WA. What are you? Yeah, I am four. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Eight. Yep. Three. Oh, well done, Jim. 4.83. What are you? Um... Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Let's just find. Did you get four point eight? All I, all I know. Get, what'd you get? All I know is that you, four point seven. You're booking Ubers from 4. now 6. on. Four point six. I don't want to talk Where about it. Where are you at? No, tell us. I'm I'm high fours. Tell me. I'm four point six two. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's because you, I always book the Ubers and you're in the car. <laughs> That's why. Look, what I want to do uh, on thirteen ten sixty is I think we all have an Uber story. Sure. Uh, Nathan and I can't share any of ours, unfortunately, because right, um, we want to keep a job. Yeah, but we'd love for you to share yours. If you do want to be anonymous, you give us a call thirteen ten sixty. We just want to know what happened in the Uber. Yeah, it could be you, it could be somewhere else, it could be a friend. You could be an a... Uber driver. Oh, an Uber driver. God, Again, you would have seen some stuff. We, you can re- remain anonymous, Australia. I love, I love those hookup stories. It's never happened to me. Mm. I've never hooked up with <laughs> Uber, but I heard people. Have yeah, done people it. tell you, how'd you get this Uber, mate? <laughs>
when I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm a 4.83, mate. 30... I've seen Jimmy in the back seat with his hands in his back. 131060. Jump on the phones right now. Uh, what happened in the Uber? You could be a driver, you could be a passenger, whatever. 131060. Jump on the phones. Uh, if you give us a call as well, heaps of more prizes to give away. Uh, we've got these Cloud9 retro range straighteners, $100 Novo shoes vouchers. Uh, you want to score one of those? 131060. What happened in the Uber? The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Wherever you are, the boys are always with you. Not in a creepy way, of course. Or maybe, of course. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. And Nathan, a massive round of applause for Newcastle. Yeah, what well on, Newey? Uh, they've tied uh, with a top rating of 4.89 star average. Yes, a 4.89 star average for their Uber ratings. Yeah. So they're very uh, polite, courteous passengers. Very friendly people. Uh, the top two states uh, was actually, uh, sorry, I lie, three states were tied. Uh, New South Wales, Queensland and Northern Territory. Yeah, good on the NT. Uh, all with 4.84. That's the average for the state. Unfortunately, WA was coming in last with 4.79. Have you ever had a rude Uber driver? Mm. 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 Remember that time? Oh, you know, you, you weren't with me. I don't know why I said that. No, I can tell you a time I was with you. When? What? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> There's no time like the present. No, we were, you and I, we were, we mm. were flying in. So we we just, uh, we were at an airport mm. and we ordered an Uber at the airport. So we had heaps of bags. We were in an oh, airport. Oh, that's and right. And we get to the car and he goes, why have you got all these bags? And we go. Because we've just flown in, bro. Yeah, and we're at an airport. And he mm. goes, oh, I don't want that. I don't want all these bags. I've got a nice car. They might, like, scratch the... He's like, I've got scratch... leather interior. Well, no, scratch the boot of his car. Mm. Yeah, because they weren't, they weren't going in the back, back seat. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's just too much. And we went... What? I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, why do you have all this luggage? And so we're having this fight around all these... Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, so we left all those bags at the airport. And we... <laughs> if we got the Uber. It's the only Uber that would pick us up. Yeah. Uh, Kristen from Melbourne. Hello, Kristen. Hi. Uh, Kristen, what happened in the Uber? Um, so a friend of mine left her phone in the back of the Uber. Yep. They messaged the guy. He said, no worries, I'll bring it back. He arrives. $200 if you want the phone back. Oh, blackmail. Yeah, they say, well, we're not paying that. So he drove off on them. They called the police. The police couldn't really do much about it. So they used Find My iPhone and tracked it down to his house. So she got all of her, like, big guy friends to come with her to his house. Yeah. Um. Knocked on the door and said, "Give it back," and he went and got it. Thank goodness. How, how, Happy good, a big, endings. how good a big guy friend! Hey? <laughs> <laughs> we all need some big guy. Yeah, friends. go find yourself a big guy friend. Don't mm. they get your phone back every time? Amy from Newcastle, the polite, <laughs> the polite part of the country. Hello, Amy. Hello, how are you guys going? Good, good Amy. Amy. You don't know your uh, Uber rating by any chance, do you? Um, oh, I went to look it up the other day, but I couldn't work out how to do it. I think I need a tutorial. Well, <laughs> so we can do that after the I re- show. I reckon you'd I think, beat. you know, 4.8 or something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the average in Newcastle is 4.89, so... Amy, yeah, just, just quickly, before we get to your story, have you found, like, all your Uber experiences to be very pleasant in Newcastle? Yeah, very pleasant. The other day I had to help a guy um, um, redo a tyre, like we popped the tyre, so I had to get out and help him fix it, and so he was lovely. And he was the Uber driver? Yeah, yep. <laughs> Look at you. And you were the passenger. See, this is what yeah. I mean. Newcastle. Newcastle, mate. Anyway, Amy, that's not what we're that's asking. Amazing. What happened in the Uber? Um, I got a cleaning fine for crying. <laughs> crying? <laughs> Do you vomit when you cry? Uh, no, I It was. I must have got into a fight with my boyfriend or something. He was passed out next to me. I was bawling my eyes out. Um, the next day I woke up and I had a notification saying that I had a fine and so I reviewed the picture and it was my handprint like a wet handprint 
Or because you were rubbing your eyes and the tears yeah. made your so hand was it, was, yeah. it, was it the mascara so on resp- the car? Yeah. Or no, it wasn't even. It was just tears. I'd already cried the mascara off, apparently. So oh. true. <laughs> tears are just water. <laughs> it was literally just tears. Salt, maybe. Maybe the salt on my eyes did something. So but did, you, did you end up having to pay it, Amy? No, I emailed or messaged them back and I said, I'm not paying this because he didn't offer me a tissue. <laughs> I got out of it. <laughs> That's good. You're not, you're not, you're not so that was a bad experience, actually, in Newcastle. He didn't get, give me a tissue. Yeah, um, he didn't make sure I was okay. Did he... Did, are you still with that boy, Amy? Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd be mortified if he knew I was, I was talking on the radio about it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Uh, Jackie from Melbourne. Hi, Jackie. Hi, how's it going? Good. What happened in the Uber? So I was on a Kentucky um, overseas in Paris and we'd had a big night out and we'd ordered an Uber and one of the girls was 18 so she was not great um, at carrying her alcohol and we got into the Uber, we're about to take off, she's like, I don't feel good, she vomited everywhere and then the Uber driver started yelling at us and we're like, we'll get out, we'll get out and he said, nah, you're paying me 200 euros cash or I'm not letting you leave. Um, so we all had to kind of get our money together and pay him just so he'd leave us alone. Was he screaming um, it in French, Jackie? No, it, it was a French accent, but it was definitely English, so we understood what he was saying. Damn, <laughs> there goes my excuse. <laughs> Sorry, do not understand. Yes. Um, Natalie from Melbourne. Hi, Nat. Natalie, turn the radio off. Natalie. Oh, oh Natalie. Natalie, Natalie, the last call. Nat. Oh. Give her a sec. I'm going to give her a, a sec. Yep. Natalie, uh, the producers have taken her away. Should we, just, should, should we talk to polite Amy again? No, no. Oh, here we go. Okay, yep. Natalie. Hi. Hi, Nat. Yes. Hey, Nat. You got carried Were you just listening to the radio, were you? I was. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, we were taking our time. How are we, how we sounding, Nat, just quickly, while you're listening along? Pardon? Was I listening? Yeah, I was. No, but how are we sounding? We sounding okay? Yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, really good. Um, um, now, what we got you? Uh, <laughs> no, if, if, you've, if you've got, got time, time. What happened um, in the Uber? Well, I'd gotten to this Uber and I was sitting next to the guy in the front seat and he kept on looking at me really intently and I thought, this is a bit full on. And I was just being friendly, I was chatting and he was asking me really deep and meaningful questions. And it was a half hour trip and it just the questions just kept getting more and more emotional and he started crying. And I said, what's going on? And right at the end of the trip, he said, I'm sorry, I just have to tell you, my, my wife died a year ago in a car accident and when you got into my Uber I thought I was seeing a ghost because you look exactly like her and I said no nah, surely not and he, and he pulled out his wallet and he showed me a photo and it was like I was looking at a photograph of myself oh my I, god yeah I was her complete double ganger and this guy had this epic like out of body experience sitting next to someone he felt like he was you know his wife for the first time in 12 months since she died you guys together now? No, no. But I stayed in the I stayed in the um, the car longer. So like we we pulled off. We pulled, you know, I he took the engine off, and I just decided I just stayed longer talking to this guy because he really needed to just I don't know talk. So I, I ended up just staying there talking for another twenty minutes before did I he, got out. And did he fire. S- stop the meter? No, because <laughs> he does that all the yeah. time. I reckon. <laughs> 
The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Right around the country, Jimmy, Nate, Abby on the airwaves. And guys, uh, May, the month of May is Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. Now, uh, I have mentioned it before on the show, but there is somebody in my life, somebody who's very close to the show, who does have cystic fibrosis. Uh, she was the first Australian to summit Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa uh, with cystic fibrosis. Uh, she's the person, aside from the people in this direct team that uh, keeps me in line, uh, she's the person that when I'm crying, she makes me feel better. Uh, she's the person that when I'm happy, she makes me feel even happier. She also happens to be my fiance. Please welcome to the show uh, the love of my life, Maggie Draffer. Uh, Jim and I had a chat today, Meg, and Jim said that I need to be more lovey-dovey on the show. So, Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I think he's very lovey-dovey. About Meg? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> about Meg? Who else about? Meg, obviously. That's no, always had lovely things about yeah. Jimmy. I, I said it today. I went, man, I reckon you're going to go harder on Meg. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could always go harder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Meg, thank you so much for coming in on the show. Now, we have spoken about CF a few times on the radio at different points, but um, uh, just remind everybody, can you tell us what cystic fibrosis is? Because a lot of people have heard of it, but they don't understand what it is. Yeah, definitely. So cystic fibrosis, also known as just CF, um, primarily affects the lungs and digestive system. So in your lungs, you do often get chronic infection and your lung function can deteriorate. So you have to do daily physiotherapy, daily medications and antibiotics. And then in the digestive system, it's the inability to break down food. Your um, pancreas doesn't release enzymes. So you have to take medication that acts as an enzyme. So those is where it primarily affects, but um, in different people, it can have other impacts on the body like CF-related diabetes, arthritis, liver problems, um, just to name a few things as well. So it can, can be a lot for people. And CC Fibrosis Month, Awareness Month, mm-hmm. I guess, is all about, as it says, growing awareness. But yep. what other things can people do for CC Fibrosis Awareness Month as well? Yeah, definitely. So there's a, there is a lot of fundraising happening this month. It's the month, the biggest month to raise funds for CF. And all across the nation, there is a, a bunch of different charities doing a lot of fundraising work. Um, and this Friday is 65 Roses Day, which is just like a day for CF, essentially, um, where a lot of people will be fundraising. Um, there'll be stores basically all around the nation in, in um, popular areas and locations that people can buy a rose or you can buy a rose virtually online or you can even volunteer. If you if you don't have the funds to donate, you can volunteer your time as well. Actually, the thing I love about this, Abs, um, and you might not know this story, but can you tell, um, I know, Jim, I know you know this story, uh, where 65 Roses come from as well. This is a great story. <laughs> it's basically just from little kids when they were younger. They didn't know how to pronounce cystic fibrosis. Oh, that's <laughs> and it, so cute. Yeah, it just sounds like 65 roses. 65 roses. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Meg, Meg, can I ask um, a big thing in the news? A lot of people have been talking about cystic yeah. fibrosis because of Trikafta. Yeah. Um, can you talk about your experience with it and maybe explain the, the drug as well? Yeah, so I've been on track after for over a year now and it has definitely been life-changing. Um, basically, within the first couple of hours of starting it, um, you know, I used to cough quite a bit um, and I barely cough anymore. I barely get nearly as many lung infections as I used to. Um, I've always loved exercise. I exercise every day, but my extra exercise tolerance has definitely increased. Um, ability to put on weight a lot easier, which is something that's really hard for people with CF as well. Um, so those are all things that just happened to me, but I know that for other people, there's been, you know, a load of other kind of amazing improvements as well. People have been taken off lung transplant lists. People who had fertility issues have been able to have kids. Um, 
you know, people have like had to been able to cut back on the amount of medication they take. So there's been uh, an amazing range of um, effects on people's lives and just, yeah, life-changing really. Uh, speaking of exercise, and, and we did this earlier on the week as well, um, Abs, Jim, I remember I told you guys about how quick Meg reacts to her, la- her alarm yeah. uh, when it goes I'm, off I'm in the morning. Meg, <laughs> quote, unquote, under two seconds. Yeah, I may have called you a liar here. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and Meg, I, I've told you about this. So, Abby was backing you in. Jim reckons it didn't happen. Can you confirm that when your morning alarm goes off, you're up pretty bloody quickly? It's like, I think my brain knows it's about to go off, so I'm like ready. My hand's like... <laughs> 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 Because my favorite, when we did it, Abs was like, yeah, absolutely. Jim was like, bullshit. Don't believe it. He doesn't believe anything on the show. Every single story we bring, you go, I'm, I'm no, very... I don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Be an optimist, mate. Well, believe when, in when, when they said Meg's in love with me, I was like, I'm still not sure. Yeah. <laughs> still have my... She said yes Jury's to engagement. Yeah. Really? Um, Meg, another thing, um, I mean, I've, I've known you both even before you were dating, that weird phase where I knew you grey were. Phase. Yeah, we grey, like grey phase. Back yeah, grey phase. Yeah, Meg's back. still upset about grey phase. Do you know what grey phase is, Abby? What's grey phase? No. Oh, it's where we're like... Abby's are we dating? This. Aren't we dating? Oh, story of my life. <laughs> How did you guys figure it out? Any tips? Oh, we haven't uh... figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> was engaged. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's serious. Yeah, Shells the Rings. Is it still on? Yeah, um, great, good. Yeah, good. Um, uh, yeah, so in, I mean, in those early days, I mean, even when I met you, Meg, I had no idea that you have CF and it is an invisible disease. Um, can you, I guess, speak on that a bit as well and, and how hard it was in those early days to have those conversations, not just with friends, but also with, with Nath as well, a future partner, a future husband? Yeah, definitely. I guess, like you said, it is an invisible illness. So people, you know, from the outside, you look like, you know, completely normal, whatever that might I mean, be. You're a 10 out of 10, um, Nath. You're punching. Well done. <laughs> oh, Sorry, uh, no, bloody Mike Tyson's here, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because of that, it does make it, you know, hard to tell people because, you know, everything that um, is going on is happening inside you and it's not very, you know, noticeable. Um, and it's definitely something I struggled with. I, you know, prior to telling Nath, there was probably only like a handful of people in my life who knew that I had CF. It was my really close friends from school and my family. And then, yeah, when it came to telling Nath, it was, I still remember sitting in the car telling you. And I was like, I have cystic fibrosis. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know what that is. And I was like, no idea. Cool. And then he just looked at me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was trying to impress it going, yeah, yeah, I know what cystic fibrosis was. And I think it said, does it mean you've got a sore back? Slipped disc. Yeah. <laughs> um, so why why is it so hard to tell people about CF? I think just growing up, like there's been massive, um, you know, advancements in technology and medication nowadays. But growing up, it was definitely something that people didn't know much about. You know, it did have a lot of negative stigma towards it. You, when you even when you Googled it, like the first things you see is often worst case scenarios around life expectancy and. Um, and I guess for me, I just never wanted to be defined by it. So I always decided to keep it quite private. And then it wasn't until we decided to climb Kilimanjaro that I kind of went public with it. And it, it definitely like, not to, not to toot your horn, Nath, but definitely once I started dating Nathan, I realized that I was like, if, if this person loves me for who I am, like what's, why do I need to hide it from anyone else? Oh. Remember when I said the other day that I've never met two people more suited for each other. And this is the definition of love. Yeah. This. This, mm. like, wow. it's... Just I two mean, couples hanging out. It's, but <laughs> two soulmates. Two guys are soulmates. Take notes, guys. Yes. <laughs> but no, I'm, I mean, look, I know this is about cystic fibrosis, but I'm, I'm incredibly, you know, proud of you, Meg, like, you know, in, in my time knowing you, what's it's nearly been 10 years mm. of knowing you from the early days Crazy. to now. Um, and, yeah, just how far you've come and, and being open with it and, and how many people you've helped. Like, I know how many people reach out to you in your DMs and stuff. And, yeah, you're... 
I mean, Nathan knows he's incredibly lucky to have you, but I know, you know, you feel you're incredibly lucky to have him. And, and I'm so proud that I get to watch this whole thing. From yeah. The, from I the mean, uh, the, the thing, the thing with Megs and she's going to hate me for saying this is uh, she, she never talks about all the work that she does for mm-hmm. people with cystic fibrosis and all that kind of stuff. I mean, when you climb Mount Kilimanjaro, it changed the lives of so many people. There was, there was people at her workplace at the time who were reaching out to her. There was, uh, there was people on Instagram reaching out to her who hadn't spoken about cystic fibrosis at all. And, uh, and you created this, this almost this mini movement for people we see in, in our country as well. And you, you're very incredible, everything you do. Uh, and I cannot believe you put up with me, mate. So uh, thank you. <laughs> she, the reason she gets up so quickly when the alarm goes off is because she's like, oh, get this bloke away from me. Really? <laughs> no, I don't want to wake you. Oh, see, you guys see? in the cry stop. It's really nice. What a really <laughs> then, big day. And then he comes in at night and he's like, where's the fudge? <laughs> 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 Meg, we absolutely adore you. Massive round of applause. Uh, Meg, you're drafting. Uh, Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month uh, It is on uh, this May. 65 Roses Day is this Friday. Uh, you can reach out on any of the social media platforms. I think there's there's different things in each state, isn't yeah, there, Meg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's CF Charities in each state. So there's CF Australia for New South Wales and Victoria, um, Cystic Fibrosis WA, Cystic Fibrosis SA, Cystic Fibrosis Queensland, CF Tasmania. It would be great if it was abbreviated for all of it. We'll get we'll get someone to put that up on the socials. Yeah, yeah. well done for remembering that, that off by heart. Yeah. Jesus yeah, well Christ! I'm looking down on the sheet, going, "Oh man, I couldn't even read that." Well yeah. done, very good. Uh, thank you, Meg. We love you, and uh, thanks for coming in. Love you guys. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Um, hey, Jimmy and Nate, back at the studio. Miss you boys so much. Um, I'm here at the F Boy Island launch, about to go. So excited! I've got the amazing Sophie Ziara and Molly here with me. It's a thrill. Um, girls, how are you feeling? Yeah, we're pretty excited, a little bit nervous. Um, it's all very exciting though. Yeah, it's been a little while since we filmed. Not as long as most shows though. You guys mm. have like a pretty nice yeah. small break. So you, at mm. least you're still excited about it. Um, for those of you at home, the show is basically this. Our three amazing girls are the leads of our show. 24 men come to F-Boy Island. Half of them are self-proclaimed nice guys. They're there for love and a real relationship. The other half are self-proclaimed F-Boys. If the girls choose a nice guy, they split the money between the two. They're in love. It's all joyous. If they choose an F-Boy, the F-Boy then controls all the money. It's very stressful. It's panic central. Nipples are hard from fear. And they could choose to either run off with the money or they go, wow, you've changed me, girls. I am now a nice guy. On the way, we have like... Um, we have uh, skits and I try to I try to reform the F-boys, try to be in the operative word, but um, that is the situation. So I think the question a lot of people have is, I'll go with you, Molly, why did you apply for a show called F-Boy Island? Because people don't get that it's like a joke. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys did. <laughs> I mean, aside from my work life, in my social life, I don't take myself too seriously. Mm. I am the first person to drop an F-bomb. Mm. Um and I, I found out about the premise of the show and, and really what drew me in was the three girls. Yeah. Like despite the fact that it's called F-Boy Island, it's about girls working together, mm-hmm. which is like the, the key difference with this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved that, you know, it was three strong women, you know, calling out bad behaviour. Yeah. How did you guys find the experience of filming in terms of how much power you had? Because it was like, I keep saying in my interviews, mm-hmm. it was so cathartic where – having suspicions of all the boys all the time was validated. It wasn't ghastly or it's like you're being crazy. We yeah. were like, no, look out, like, look, look out. This is a red flag. Like, yeah, so it's like, Sophie, how did, you, how did you find it? Honestly, the best part about it was 
the three girls, like Molly said. Yeah, um, when I met you guys, it was just like an instant bond. And I felt like we had built this like incredibly strong wall up against these guys mm. and they could not get away with anything. And no. they really thought they could at the start. Well, even I would go, guys, are we being harsh? And I would, <laughs> and I'd, I'd be like, guys, come on. Like, he's not that bad. Then I'd be proven wrong. And I'd go, sorry. Sorry yeah, and towards, you know, like as time went on, the guys even started ratting out each other. So it's mm. just like, you know, they couldn't get away with any, anything which I loved. Yeah. So that was my favourite part. So tell us about yourselves, okay. Ziara, you're a model. <laughs> tell us about your little life. Well, your oh, big no, life, sorry. Your no, little, your little, little, so little, your little yeah. life. <laughs> I am young. I'm 21. I've been a model since I was seven, raised by a single mum, and I've had dated my fair share of F-boys. Um, so yeah, I just came to the show and I was like, I'd love to meet people. But again, like Sophie said, I was just like the girl power meeting you. Like, I was just like, this is a whole vibe. Yeah. So, I don't care what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really got care. my girls. Well, this is the thing. I think I love this show as well because there's not this super serious mm. overtone. Yeah. There is mm. obviously the real love stories and you actually are making connections, but it's not like you if you laugh. say, I'm here for a laugh. Yeah. People go. People are going to go, wow. Like, you're like, yeah, yeah I applied because I thought it was kind of funny yeah, and weird. Hilarious. Although, if I said that on the show, I'd be like, how dare you yeah, oh, no, say that? Banished, banished. <laughs> Bad edit, straight away, done. Um, and then, Molly, tell us about you. Oh, God. I think um, the tabloids put it uh, that I had a brutal end to my engagement. Mm. Uh, mm. I was f***ed over by the ultimate F boy. So I'm yep. ready to trauma dump that. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the next, <laughs> after the song, I think we should definitely do that. <laughs> But you, you were, you were a speech pathologist. Occupational therapist. Oh, therapist. Sorry. Kind of close. Kind of Still close. Still I know help. you help people yeah. and you're really smart. That's, those are my two things about Molly that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you have like a normal nine to five. Yeah. So, um, I think one of the producers called me uh, the civilian out of the girls, which I, I quite yeah, liked. <laughs> that's hot. People do, yeah. In this Relatable. industry, people yep, do nine say five. civilian clothes, <laughs> like the civilian dating a civilian. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in the army. And then, so tell us about you. Um, I moved to Melbourne from New Zealand when I was 18 and studied dancing for three years and then did that for a while with my best friend and now I'm a touring DJ so my life's pretty wild this was you know definitely the most wildest ride I've had Mm. but yeah yeah so we've all got like such different lives haven't we but we all get along like a house on fire so so after a song or after Jimmy Nate decide to whatever the hell they're gonna do add song who knows what they're up to um, we'll go through all of your little F-boy history because I'm sure everyone is dying to know. So, Jimmy and Nath, love you. I know you're sad you can't be here to hit on the girls. All right. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Um, all right, back with the three amazing women from F-boy Island, Sophie Ziara and Molly. We're doing our launch event tonight. And um, I wanted to go through each of your experiences with F-boys because you've had very different relationship histories mm-hmm. and very different approaches to this show, I think. Um, Molly, you're last. Yours is the most traumatic, so we'll like do a little crescendo. Um, Sophie, let's start with you. You have like a traditional outlook on relationships. I do. Um, Look, I've been single for three years um, and I think the industry that I'm in, uh, I see a lot of F-boys and I see what they do behind closed doors. So I just go, I'm staying single for now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think I've come across enough of them in my industry to, you know, acknowledge that they're an F-boy and what they do. So Yeah, because you've been celibate for so long. (laughs) Well, you were... I don't know about having the show, but you were selling it for a really long time. You were like avoiding them at all costs. Avoiding at all costs. Yeah, that was that was my plan. Didn't know when that was going to end. So you know, the show kind of broke my um, 
tradition for the past two years. Yeah, beautiful. (laughs) And was it hard to open up again after so long being figuratively and literally closed off? Absolutely. You know, I had it in my mind that I was just going to focus on myself and my job. And coming onto the show, it was like all these bottled up emotions like just come out like mm. are you it's what you see is real from our, from our end anyway Absolutely. so Ziara let's go through your history you love an f-boy <laughs> yeah mm. look initially I will fall for an f-boy I mean they're hot they're smooth good with words mm-hmm. good looking and mm-hmm. they reel me in start to and then the second I'm like oh so where's this kind of going <laughs> oh no no, no tricked they're gone I'm crazy mm. you know it was all in my head so yeah I've had quite a few of those I was cheated on by my ex for I think two and a half years we were living together and mm. he had a whole other social platform where he was cheating on me for I think over a year now you're here looking so hot as per Molly you have a kind of interesting story oh, shall yeah. you share with the audience oh I'd love to um so Supposed to be getting married this year. So it was five months before the wedding. I'd essentially planned everything. My dress was half made. I'd booked the venue. I'd, I'd booked all the vendors. Um, had been with my almost mother-in-law to, to get her dress. Was living in a house with my fiance that we had just purchased and had the dog. You know, it was all very white picket fence. Very civilian of me. So um, civilian, Molly. <laughs> and then one Saturday night, I was driving myself home from babysitting my niece um, and I thought you know I'll, I'll go surprise my fiance at work because I, I miss him Cute. I, I want to go see him and I walked up to his front office door which was glass and there was a girl bent over the desk whom he was from behind yeah 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 in with the glass doors yep so I didn't even have to enter the No, you, yeah, you, were no. Going, you were great. Thank you for the preview. Um, loved that. Now I know that. Stay without, on this side of the yeah, great. A few less steps on your little Fitbit. Mm. Um, so, okay. So you end. Did you? I actually have asked you. Did you walk in and confront them, or did you just leave and go? I'm done. Oh no, I joined in. But you know, no, no, I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Um, no, I just walked off, and then literal movie scene. He comes running out, butt naked. Tries to hug me oh, to what? stop me. Yeah, I know from leaving, Wait. and I pushed him and said, "Get off me!" Um, and then he's literally in the middle of the road again, still butt naked. Is he flaccid? On his look, I wasn't looking at his. <laughs> at that oh, time. I would be. I go. Um, <laughs> one final laugh. You know. Um, he was on his hands <laughs> and knees, photos. saying naked, yeah, naked, begging, and I just said, "See you later." Oh man. Oh my god, I didn't know that part of the story. That yeah. is wild. So yeah, I mean the girls have been through F boys. <laughs> what are our warning signs, our top warning signs? Because it was hard on the show because we were like, the ones who were too nice could mm. be F boys. Mm-hmm. That'd be like a normal level of nice. But we couldn't figure it out sometimes. <laughs> so what are our like what are our top signs, maybe even during the show? I personally think this might sound weird, but just the loud ones. The loud ones that are first mm. to put their hand up mm. to do something or, you mm. know, yeah, make a comment about the something. The love bombing. The love bombing was insane. Oh, crazy. Oh, like, oh, I never thought I'd meet someone like you on this yeah. show and you're just the most amazing yeah. person I've ever met. It's and, like a stage You know, the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah, you've no idea who I am. I could yeah. be awful. Yeah. Literally, this show, every episode, something different. I come to set every day and I go... What the hell has happened overnight? Like, because I because I didn't get to go to any of the cocktail parties or anything like that, so I don't really know what's what's happening. I've seen the first episode and I was like, 
the first night in the penis-shaped villa was just insane. <laughs> like, so um, there were always signs of, of F-boys around. But mm. I think the biggest thing, that, the way that I've been describing it is it's just a sign of insecurity because F-boys mm. are just insecure mm. losers. Yeah. Like, they're not some, like, sick – like, if you're, if you're a good adult man or mm. a person – then you're not going to want to be the loudest person in the group. I mean, I'm saying that, unless you have ADHD. You're not going to be the loudest person in the group or, you know, be be love bombing because the love bombing is all just from insecurity and yeah. wanting someone to say they love you first. Yeah. Mm. So that's um, uh, our advice as the four women of F-Boy Island. Um, we should our event now. Thank you so much for the little chat. Thank um, you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. We'll be fine. We'll have the best time. All right. Bye, Jimmy and Nath. Love you. Sucked in. You're in Melbourne. Bye. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast is back in 30 seconds. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. That's f***ed up. That's f***ed up. That's f***ed up. Welcome to the F-Boy Compensation Fund. Yeah, there's plenty of people out there who've been effed over by an F-boy abs. Uh, this is where you reach into the little F-boy island piggy bank and uh, you compensate people who've been screwed over a little bit. Compensate them for whatever they need. You know, we've heard some pretty crazy stories so far and I just can't wait to hear what other beautiful things have happened to people in the country. We discussed this yesterday about the amount of blokes who are standing people up on dates. I just, it's easy to send a text message, isn't it, guys? Come on. I was just go on the date. Or go on the date. I've been stood up. It's not fun. Have you? Mm. Why? Uh, is, okay. <laughs> Wrong Sorry. location. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I was uh, I was in Brizzy, uh, yeah. Queen Street Mall. I was going to the beach house, you know, the pub chain. Yeah. Okay. First issue. Yeah. Okay. okay. Abby's like, I would have stood you up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so Caesar was a wrap and some thick cut <laughs> chips. Crinkle? Crinkle yeah. With full was, lights on I was, I was 18 from Gundawindi, so I thought oh, that was fancy. fancy. In yeah. the city, in, the, in the town. In the town. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying a tag of the big smart. <laughs> but no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a friend of mine, a girl from Union. She's like, I've got a girlfriend who would love you. Like, you guys should. So I got a phone number. I hadn't met her. I hadn't seen her in real life. And I was texting. And I picked the beach house. And I was like, I'll wait. You know, the bottom of those escalators. Like, I know, the exactly Starbucks. Right, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I was like, I'll wait at the bottom of the Starbucks. I have a blue shirt on and mm. a cap or something. Oh, no. I, yeah, I waited You had there. your best blue shirt. Yep. Um, blue, I've seen that blue. You're wearing a blue shirt now. And it's, just, it's the same. He hasn't taken it off since. Yeah. He's, he's he might be rock up. He might recognise me. It could have been Abby Chapman in Brisbane. Maybe it was. Oh, did you see me and run away? I swear that, yeah, I think so. Right. <laughs> I'll do a radio show with him in a so, few yeah, years. I, I reckon I waited there an hour. So I, she was like, yep, I'm get, she was getting a bus into the city. And mm. I was like, I'm at the bottom of the escalators. And I waited, 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 waited. And then I was texting her, heard nothing. Yeah, so... And you never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. Did you go and get a Caesar wrap by yourself? Uh, or? Bianca Balhari, if you're listening, oh. um, still oh. waiting. Okay, still bitter about well, it. Here she is, Bianca. Welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got Courtney. She wants money back for the bus ride. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him and went, no. <laughs> Courtney from Springfield Lakes. Hello, Court. Hey, guys. How are we going? Oh, you know, Court just doing a bit of radio. Have you been effed over by an F-boy? I have, I have. So I, I think I can top being stood up and and I've actually been given head lice by an F-boy before. Sorry? What? Head lice? Yeah, yeah. Now, so, okay. What? Was he, on, an, was he an animal? Questions. Yeah, I've got plenty, <laughs> yeah, got plenty yeah, of questions. Yeah, we've got a lot. Um, how, how did tell you us, get the head lice? story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I was seeing this guy, 20 years old, um, and we've been seeing each other for a couple of dates, which was all well and good. Um, until he turned to me one day and he said, oh, my head's really itchy. Did you take a look? Me being the absolute delight that I am, I said, of course, of course, I'll take a look. Lo and behold, I have peeled back 
the hairs on her scalp and I have seen an infestation. Oh, oh my God. God. Absolutely. So uh, this man doesn't have any siblings. We are adults. He doesn't live with any family. Uh, my first questions, of course, was where did this come from? And his excuse was that he let his friend sleep in his bed one night after staying over. Why does his friend um, have head lice? Mm. Well, I think his friend was code for he was seeing a girl who uh, who perhaps started the infestation. I mean, do we, do, we know that, do we know that or are you just sort of jumping to that conclusion? Um, I would say it's pretty safe to say based on... I don't know if it is, Courtney. Case, I've been investigating. Trust me, trust me. Oh, so you got if, proof elsewhere. What's the evidence, Courtney? Absolutely. So a couple of texts as well as stories not lining up about where he's been. Uh, oh. High validity that there was a bit more to this story than he let on. Like a text been like, oh, your headlights looked so sexy last night. <laughs> I really loved it. Like, I hey, loved, babe, babe, I loved your nits. Oh yeah, I loved <laughs> your nits. Tea tree oil was <laughs> so sexy to all over each other. I got the GP K24. next. So I'm like, I need to get tested, but yeah. also for headlights. Headlights, yeah. <laughs> Now, Courtney, so so we know, but are we sure the headlights came from this person? Was she a childcare worker or something? I have absolutely no idea about the origins. Mm. Um, I never figured out who the person was, but there was definitely some sneaky behaviour. Mm. Um, and he he continuously denied. Um, Sorry, just how much money are you after, Courtney? Um, so... At the time, I was dyeing my hair red professionally. Uh, yep. For the girls out there, you know that that can set you back. Mm. Tell um, me what. Mm. Of course, uh, <laughs> of course, the tea tree treatment um, that definitely stripped out a lot of colour. So really, I would just love a trip to the salon, perhaps a trim, a freshen up. That would uh, resolve my words. And this has nothing to do with you, Courtney, but the last one of these we did, we someone moved from Darwin to Adelaide and we gave them $100. <laughs> So <laughs> let's ask the keeper of the piggy bank. How much are we giving Courtney? I mean, Nitz is pretty hectic, so I'm just going <laughs> 200 bucks. <laughs> How about 200 bucks, Courtney? How, how's that sound? Oh, that's beautiful, guys. Thanks for taking care of me. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Born funny with Jimmy and Nate. Fresh, funny and free. And episode three out now. It's a big one, Jim. It's a big it's, one. Oh, it's a big one. This one. <laughs> one of the biggest ones. This one. This one's for the girls. <laughs> um, it's also for all the fans of Dave Hughes. Uh, it certainly is. You can actually see a video. If you head to our Instagram at Jimmy and Nath, you can see Hughesy um, swearing naughty Hughesy. Uh, and he's just like us. He's just like, just us. like us. There is a video on Instagram at Jimmy Nath. There's also a link there to the podcast as well, Born Funny. But, um, yeah, episode three, Dave Hughes, worth a worth a listen, worth a spin. I'll tell you what's funny. I was texting Hughesy before because I was like, hey, mate, we put up a video. Um, if you could, I, I'd um, I'd love you to, to to share it and get as many years on this uh, Born Funny episode three as possible. Send us like, this really long message. Yep. He's just reply with, done, mate. New message. All good. New message. Great fun. He has done it. Yeah. Oh, you knew from yeah, me yeah. or him? Oh, from where well, he said done, mate. So unless he was lying to me, he didn't think I'd check. <laughs> It'd be weird for him to say done, mate, and he's got nah, bugger it, not going to do it. <laughs> Don't worry, just, uh, I mean, mate, people have been lying to me via text message for years. That's so, so true. Well, I mean, you've been lying right back, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, it, it definitely is worth checking out Australia. So if you do get a chance, love you to head to the Instagram at Jimmy Nath, get our podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, listener, wherever you get it from, and um, 
Go have a laugh. Go have a laugh, guys. Born Funny with Jimmy and Nath. Search it on your podcast, guys. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Hello there. Oh, hello. Jimmy, Nathan, Abby's FaceTime Frenzy. Yeah, it's called the FaceTime Frenzy. How this works is we've got two calls on the line who want tickets uh, to the Trauma Dump Tour in Sydney this weekend. Uh, they're each going to provide us with a number of someone uh, that we will then FaceTime live on the show. Someone really? they're confident will answer. Really, really hope it's not anyone I know this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. If you missed I mean, it. nightmare. <laughs> that was sensational. Was it? <laughs> I think it. I think it was great, babe. I think it was great. Great for people not involved. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, great for us, yeah. listeners. Not yeah. so much for you. Yeah. Panicky. Uh, if you yeah. missed it, guys, get the podcast. Sensational <laughs> stuff. Uh, two contestants on the line. They've both got somebody that they're hoping is going to answer the FaceTime first. Contestant number one. Hello, Bella. Welcome to the show. We got you there. Hello. You do. Uh, Bella, would you like to go to the Trauma Dump Tour this weekend? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Playing for you, Bella, is Big Jim. This is Jim. Bella. Jim. Jim. Bella. Hey, Bella. How you going? What up, Jim? Oh, that's slow. <laughs> I'm into that. Well, Bella, if you don't win tickets, I'll take you as my plus one. Okay. Uh, we can beep it out. We'll, no, we'll beep, beep it out. out. We'll beep it out. Hey, we'll beep it out. That's, um, a, that's how good I am on the buttons. <laughs> so Bella, who are, we, uh, who are we calling? Um, We're calling my sister, and now I'm like really having second thoughts because um, mm. we FaceTime, but I don't know what number it's coming from. So it'll, Yeah, it'll just be a random number. Yeah, so I don't know if she's going to be like – Weird and not answer. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, fingers crossed. Stuff. See, we've heard of people yeah. not answering yeah unknown numbers, but un- yeah. unknown FaceTimes is a weird <laughs> one. I'm surprised anyone has answered our FaceTimes from, <laughs> from an unknown number. It's <laughs> so bizarre. We never answer an unknown number FaceTime. Never ever. Like, what is this number the one? Fear. <laughs> what are they oh doing God, on the other end? I know. <laughs> yeah, tr- like chat roulette. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Brooke from Ashfield. Hello, Brooke. Hi. Uh, Brooke, you are contestant number two. Uh, Abby will be playing for you. Hey, Brooke. Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky with this as it is my show. Uh, so uh, who am I calling? Well, I'm going to win. Uh, you're calling my friend Kelsey, mm. and she's pretty reliable. So I'm hoping that she'll just do me a solid and answer. I have no idea. She's got the day off, so I know she's not at work. <laughs> okay, so what else could she possibly be doing? You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, answering the phone, duh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Actually, Abby, have you lost this yet? Have you won every single – or did no, Jim well, win? I, I won the first one. Yeah, yeah right. Hold but... on to it still. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go, mate. Let no it go. Uh, all right. Okay. Bella uh, is contestant one. Brooke, contestant two. Uh, Jim, Abs, are you guys ready to FaceTime? Yes. yes. Take it away, guys. Here we go. The FaceTime is underway. Here we go. Oh, Abs is slow off the mark. I'm oh, Abs, not a good start from Abby. FaceTime is happening. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 oh well done. It's Amelia. Bella. Oh, Amelia, how are you? Um, this oh is God. this is uh, Abby Chatfield and Jimmy and Nath. Congratulations, you've won tickets. All thanks to your sister Bella. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Bella, Bella, she's confused. Uh, she can't, she can't actually hear you, Bella. But um, well done. Your your, your oh sister was reliable. God. What do you want to say, Bella? Oh, thanks, sis. Love you, Kane. She can't come because she's in Brisbane, but <laughs> we'll uh, we'll end up here, and I'll let you know, Bella, what's going on. Fine. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. <laughs> the end of the show for a Friday, but have no fear. We are back again tomorrow, my friends. Yeah, back again tomorrow night. And then if you can't get enough of your boys, we're back again on the weekend, 7 a.m. till 9 a.m. 
uh, as opposed to PM. PM. Yes. Well, no, it is important because some people are like, oh, they're on 7 to 9 every day of the week and they tune in on a Saturday night and we're not there. No, guys. we're not there. Sorry. Most likely we're out to dinner or on the beers. <laughs> this Saturday we will be. Um, you can see us at the MCG if you want to come hang out. Yeah. I mean, if you can find us, we'll be ideally looking for Bigfoot. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping Bigfoot may be there. I don't know. I love that if, if you don't have any idea what we're talking about. Too bad. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it. Look on the Instagram, guys. Or listen, 7am. No, we're at Jimmy and Ace. Give us a follow. Yeah, of course. Give yeah. us a follow and shoot us a message, guys. Yeah. Let us know how we're going. Speaking of uh, how we're going, the way we finish each and every show, uh, is with a show rating out of 10. Doesn't matter how much of the show you have heard. Uh, and to rate the show today out of 10, please welcome back to the show, Amy. Amy from Newcastle. Amy, Hello. Hello. Uh, hello, Amy. Thanks for hey. having me back. No, no, it's, no, thanks for being on the show. Well, you're so polite. You're no great. Worries. We love you. Um, Thank you. Oh, I said love you. Sorry, and you have boyfriend. <laughs> Jeez, I, know, I, know, I know you're single, no, that's mate. Okay. You're pumping. You know. You know. You're getting to that ten out of ten. Keep going. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we can buddy you up, Amy. Well, I also, I also. Sorry, you used to have me to stop, and now you're in. Yeah, well, because we're getting this <laughs> is helping our rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of to and fro here, Amy. I also would like to say that I love you. Oh, um, thank you, uh, Amy. How much of the show have you heard tonight? <laughs> Mainly just the Uber stories. I just jumped in after training and was driving home. Oh, what's what's training? Uh, training, Amy. Um, football, rugby league. Rug. Oh, oh, do you play rugby league, Amy? Yeah, I do. Oh, <laughs> yes. We love that. Well done. I don't know why my applause isn't working, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I realised that earlier. Okay. Sorry, yeah, Amy. No, so Amy, wait. Amy, it- that Perfect. didn't sound like an applause. I apologise, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> who do you who do you play rugby league for, Amy? Um, Merriweather. Merriweather. Like what? Yeah, it's, a, it's one of the little towns in Newcastle. Yeah, and what's the logo, the emblem, the thing? Um, lions. We're lions. Oh, oh, lions. Man. Merriweather lions. Yeah. What? Um, what? Yeah. Po- what? Po- what posse are you, Ames? Uh, fullback. Oh, oh you are. safe as houses. You are, oh. Amy. Are you safe as <laughs> yeah, houses? Yeah. Oh, Amy, Something we do like we do love you. the last line of defence, Amy, <laughs> oh. and and the last caller on the show. Yeah, it's just fitting. Wow. And, you're, and you're number one in our hearts, Amy. Just like oh, a fullback. Keep going, keep, don't stop, don't stop. Um, I'm running out of compliments, <laughs> Amy. You're a phenomenal in defence you, you sound pretty, Amy. Thank you, yeah. you sound pretty. Wow, thank you. All right, Amy, out of ten, how did we go? Okay, I have one question for you. Oh yes, yeah. If I was crying in the back of your car, would you give me a tissue? Yes. Yes, we would. And 10 out of 10, boys. Yes. 10 out of 10. Yes. We'd also <laughs> fine you for that as well later on. <laughs> Australia. That's it. But don't worry. You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials at Jimmy and Nate and catch the show. Weekdays from 9 p.m. across the Hit Network and on the Listener app. Or if you see them, just give them a little kiss kiss.